Thanks for listening to the Refuel Podcast. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for a new episode. Last night we talked about, well, we kind of talked about two things. We talked about, we answered some questions. The question was, um, what is the church? And we also talked about why we love the church. Um, if you remember, we talked about how the church is people and the church is purpose. People and purpose. Um, so today, tonight, or today we're going to talk about pictures of the church. Um, God is, if you read the Bible, it's full of like object lessons and it's full of like, I don't know. God knows that I'm stupid. That's what I feel, That's what I realize when I read the Bible. God knows that I'm stupid. I'm not saying you're stupid. You can come to that conclusion on your own. Um, but um, I know I am. God knows I'm pretty dense, and I don't like I. I, I when I'd be in math class, it click with everybody else but me. Is there anybody else like that? Like everybody else is already you know doing the derivative things, and you know, and I'm just like, um, why do you have the D and the X thing? I don't even know what that means. And so. Um, so I, I'm not the brightest bulb, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, and God knew that. So he explains his eternal truth in pictures, in object lessons, and the church, you know, what we learned last night was it's pretty complex, there's a lot to it. Um, so God gives us three pictures of the church that we're going to talk about um, today. I forgot to write on the board last night, so I'm going to try to write on the board a little more this, um, this morning. So there are three pictures of the church. Um, the body, the bride, and the family. Um, you know me, when I Google image search things um, for my slides, don't just Google image search body. Um, didn't turn out very well. Um, so, uh, so um, but the body, the bride, and the family, there are three ways that God describes the church. And it's not just like an object lesson. These are all actual realities too. And the first one we learn about is the body of Christ, and this is the one that's used the most. And there's a couple. There are a couple passages that talk about like the body of Christ, and the big one is First Corinthians chapter twelve. There's also Romans chapter twelve, and there's Ephesians four. Um, so those, most those three kind of uh, give us most of what we know about the body of Christ. So when we're talking about the body of Christ. Maybe you've realized this by now, but the reason our theme is bodybuilders, and you're going to get a shirt today that looks like that. So, Musgrave, that'll be gym attire. Just cut off the sleeves and cut them like real small and like real small in the back so it'll look like a bro gym shirt. Um, but the church is the body of Christ. In, in 1 Corinthians 12, 12, it says, Just as a body, though, has many parts, but out of all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. Um, so we are one body, um, but as you know, your body is made up of all kinds of parts, right? You don't really think much about your spleen until your spleen gets hurt, and then that's all you can think about, right? Um, when, when you're walking through, if you have uh, younger brothers or sisters, you know what this is like. Um, if you walk, you're walking in the middle of the night to go to the restroom and you run into one of your bro little brother's toys and it takes out your big toe. Like you used to not, you, you woke up, you weren't even thinking, I have a big toe, I have a big toe, I have a big toe. But as soon as you nailed your big toe, all you can think, your body becomes one big toe. You know, it's all you can think about. Um, same way with us 
as the church. We're called the body of Christ, and there are, there's one body, but there are many parts. So when we're talking about the body... There's one body. It's not bodies of Christ. Um, there's one body. And um, as, as we're reading through and we learn that, this is, that there's one body, um, we learn that first it's led by Jesus. Um, it says it's the body of Christ. It's not the body of Matt. It's not the body of Pastor Lemming. Um, it's not the body of Charles Stanley. Um, it's the body of Christ. So it's led by Jesus. Um, if you look at Ephesians, it talks about another body analogy, Ephesians 4. It's in your notes too. So I, I put all the verses in your notes because I don't want you to spend all your day like, or you're trying to find verses. Um, so if you don't trust me that I pasted, copied and pasted them correctly, I guess you can verify in your Bible, um, but I hope you trust me by now. Um, Ephesians 4.15 says, We, meaning the church, will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. Colossians 1.18 says, Christ also is the head of the church. So even though God provided leadership for churches, like we heard from Pastor Lemming, we talked about churches organized by leadership and it's pastors and deacons, um, there's only one person who's the head of the church, and it's Jesus. Um, so Jesus is the head of the church. So when I reach out, you know, if I see April over there and I'm longing for her and I reach my hand out for her um, like I'm in a play, um, was it my hand that decided to reach out towards her? It was my brain that decided I love my wife, so I'm going to reach out towards her. So with the synapses in the brain fired, it went through the... I don't know what you call it. I'm just going to make up words that might sound right. The neuropathy to my arm, and my arm extended, right? It took its orders from the head. And just like, just like that, it's the same with us as the church. We don't just do stuff because we decide we want to do it. Um, some people do, and that's when churches get pretty messed up and pretty, you know, and, and, and pretty skewed. Um, but our purpose as members of the body, as a church, is we take our orders from the head, we take our orders from Christ. We do what he wants us to do. And when that happens, we're all working together instead of going 50 different directions. You ever been on a team where everybody decided they wanted to play the way they wanted to play? They didn't listen to the coach? Doesn't work out real well, does it? You know, a team of five LeBron James probably isn't going to win a championship because he doesn't know how to play with other people. So, um, Sorry if you're a LeBron fan. Um, so, so, so Christ is the head of the church. So, so you have one body. Um, Christ is the head. And we are everything else. Um, it's not just a body with Christ as the head, but Christ, it's, this is the body of Christ. Um, what's really cool about this, in 2 Corinthians 5, it talks about how we're God's ambassadors. And it says that he's left with us the, it's called the message of reconciliation that he's making his appeal to the world through us. And it has this language in the Greek where it's like it's the same wording that's used for like a lawyer that's making his closing arguments in a case. So, so God, has, God has left his, Jesus when he went back to heaven. He left his ministry with us. So we're literally the body of Christ to people. We're his representatives. If people want to know what Jesus is doing through the, around the world... They need to look at us. That's a scary thought, isn't it? Because 
we think about Jesus, and then we think about us, and we think about Jesus. Okay, Jesus was perfect. Jesus was holy. Um, Jesus was always good, and, and then there's me. <laughs> yeah, but so that, that, that should kind of not scare us, but that should make us think about that. So there's one body, but there's many parts. Once again, don't Google image search body parts. I learned that one too. Um, one body, the body is Christ, um, but there are many parts. Um, you ever feel weird? You ever compare yourself to others and feel like you're different? I mean, I do. Uh, I don't know if you do. Uh, but if you haven't realized this or not, I just need to tell you something. You're weird. Okay? So look to the person next to you and tell them that they're weird. Say, you're weird. Okay? <laughs> they're weird. You're weird. Um, okay? So, so, um, so think about this. And this isn't meant to, I'm not trying to be Mr. Rogers to you, or maybe too young to remember Mr. Rogers. I'm not just trying to say, you are all special, and you are all unique, and you're all beautiful in your own way. That's not what I'm trying to say, although maybe you are beautiful in your own way. But here's what I'm saying. I'm saying God made you different for a purpose, and what the church doesn't need is a bunch of fingers, or a bunch of toes, or a bunch of spleens. Or a bunch of shoulders, right? What would a body look like that was made up entirely of shoulders? <laughs> that would be an interesting whiteboard question, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'd like to see what you come up with. Yeah, what would a body look like if it was made entirely of shoulders or entirely of lips? That'd be weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to go any further with any of these like analogies. But here, here's the point. Here's the point. The body needs all its parts, right? Um, so the parts are unique, and what's so cool about our church, and, and, and I'm sure a lot of other local churches, is it, there's a place for you to plug in and, and serve that's unique as you are. Um, when I was in eighth grade, how many, where's my eighth graders at? When I was in eighth grade, I started running sound in our church. And now I'm 32 years old. You know what I'm still doing on Sunday, the first service, I'm running sound, and I'm getting all the complaints from people that think it's too loud. And it just makes me turn it up even more. Uh, no. but, um, but yeah, I, I, that was something that I loved to do. I mean, I wasn't the best at it because I didn't know what I was doing, but I kind of enjoyed doing it. I was okay at it. I caught on. It was one of the few things I caught on to in my life easily. So I just started doing it. There was a place for me as an eighth grader in my church, um, even though I was weird. And there's a place for you. If you like kids, more power to you. I don't really care for them. I mean, except for mine. Um, you know, yeah, but some of you love kids. Go down and hold a baby. You know, there, there are so many things for you to do. So there are unique parts. The body is made up of you know, unique parts. So look to the person next to you and say, now instead of saying, telling them they're weird, here's a nicer way, more biblical way to say it. Say, tell them, you are a unique part. <laughs> <laughs> That's the politically, biblically correct way to say it, I guess. <laughs>